CabanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Top 8 Magic. Brian David Marshall here with Michael J. Flores. We are going to power through the remainder of Konzatar here. The big finish. The big finish. Uh, we're going to do red, green, multicolor. Uh, we've done multicolor, red, green, artifacts, and lands. So, um, that's going to be a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be At the rate that we go to. And before we start, we have to ask the opponent, you're the opponent, you yeah. listener, to do something. What are we going to ask them to do? Uh, mulligan to five. Come on, please. And after you're done mulliganing to five, join our Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, like Facebook.com slash like, Top 8 Magic. As I said on Facebook, like like us. Like like us. Um, uh, Act of Treason. 2R, gain control of target creature until end of turn. On tap that creature, it gains haste on the turn. Card is a reprint. We've Tournament staple. Yeah. Been in the Pro Tour Finals. Yeah, yeah, just like mono red decks. Yep. Love this card. Uh, Inoc Tracker. 5R for a 3-3 three, three with first strike. Has more 4R. Not good enough. How about Arc Lightning? Arc Lightning is going to be huge. It's going to be huge in a way that Flames of the Firebrand wasn't. So why, Flames why of the that? Firebrand has been legal for several years. Has seen moderate but not overwhelming amount of play. Arc Lightning is going to be a staple. Why, why is this? Um, two words. Heroic aggro. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, one of the, so let's, see, on, let's say on turn three, opponents like Goblin Rabble Master token attack you. You're like land, kill them both. Oh yeah, right. Just sweet. like a, just like a, <laughs> even Steven. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's enough. Right. right. Like, and it's sweet against, you know, however many, launch the fleet tokens or whatever the opponent's got. You got to clean up the board. And as we've said a bunch of times in this, even with cards like End Hostilities or Dune Blast in the format, we have not seen a dominant Wrath ability. And right. I think this card is going to be heavily played. Main sideboard, more sideboard than main, sure. I would guess. Yeah, and and I mean, do you see this in the red decks, or do you like, I see I, like this in the in the dedicated red decks? I see or do you this see it more in, like in the, the sideboard of red aggro decks. decks. Sideboard, uh, I would see it like devotion decks, monster decks can play this. Yeah, control decks can play this. I think control mid range control decks probably play uh, two copies main even. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think it'll be like a three three of in the sideboard of aggro decks. I think. It's just it's it's like one-sided wrath in the matchups that you want it, right? right? So if you're like, you know, kill your favorite hoplite and one other dude, or maybe you're just like, zinger your your Acroan Crusader take two or something, right? And it's it's a thing. So do you think that this card is better right now than it was when it was first printed? No, I think when it was first printed, Arc Lightning was like an elite burn spell. Right. Yeah. And that but, times have changed, right? But, but this is competing with flame, like, but way better than Flames of the Firebrand well, was. Contextually, its yeah. yeah, like contextually, okay. Flames of the Firebrand didn't have that. So, what's the Elite Three to kill like uh, Sylvan Carry added, right? Like, yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't kill Sylvan Carry added. You can't kill Corsair. You can get like a Voyaging Seder and an Elf. Yeah, you can, but it's it's not. That's not where you probably want to position this card as your sideboard sure, tool. Sure. But I, I think. Really, that the the emergence of Goblin Rabble Master and the viability of the Red Heroic deck is it, huh. it's going to make Arc Lightning a playable card. Uh, Arrowstorm. This is a card I really see you playing in Cube. Yeah. Uh, three RR Sorcery. 
Arrowstorm deals four damage to target creature or player. Raid, if you attack with a creature this turn, instead Arrowstorm deals five, and that damage can't be prevented. You think that's making the cut for me in cube? Yeah. I had a lot of Thundermaw Hellkites and Stormbreath Dragons in my sideboard this week. Right. So. <laughs> what, what do you think about this card in, in Constructed? Ow. Five? Yeah. Kills a Pelucranos. I guess that's true. Which deck, which deck wants to kill a Pelucranos this way rather than Faded Conflagration? If you really want to kill Pelucranos, Faded Conflagration, which okay, is so more reliable. That's for, what we're competing for, with. For less mana. Sure. And it's not like people are like lining up in a bread line in Russia to be like, oh, I really got to get the last Faded Conflagration. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, if your goal is to kill a Pelucranos, it does so for less okay. mana, way more upside. Sure. Agree or no? Agree. But, uh, I mean, I, I like... I like and you one. don't have to attack first, right? Like, <laughs> And it's an instant. Yeah, you could just kill his Pelucanos right, and then fair. attack. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of people talking about the next card. So you, you don't think that this card is even standard playable? Because you're just going to hold it up. Every time I try to bring it up, you're just going to hold it up against Faded Conflagration. And then I'm which gonna, doesn't even see play. And then I'm going to, like, bury my head in my chest yeah. and murmur Bojack Horseman, Bojack Horseman. If this had Convoke, I think, you know, yeah. we, we could Right, talk. and it's also competing with Stoke the Force. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if it had Convoke, that card would be insane, yeah. actually, <laughs> so... Um, Ashcloud Phoenix. Speaking of insane, this card's two, really good. Two RR flying. When Ashcloud Phoenix dies, return it to the battlefield face down. Four, more 4RR. Four when Ashcloud Phoenix is turned face up, it deals two damage to each player. 4-1. So, you just play it is a 4-1 flyer for 4. It's got resistance to the first removal spell. Right. I kind of don't like the fact that it damages me. Yeah. Because, like, this isn't the kind of deck, this isn't the kind of card that you play in a fast deck. Right. I can ignore the damage, but its resistance to removal is impressive. Yeah. I think it's a sweet card. I think people will play it. Okay. Mythic Rare. Uh, Barrage of Boulders, 2R, Sorcery. Barrage deals 1 damage to each creature you don't control. Ferocious, if you control a creature with power 4 greater, creatures can't block it. It's a good card. Playable? Sideboard, yeah. This is like just like Electrolyze? No, I think... Not Electrolyze, but you know what I mean. Electric, Walter? Electricery. No, I was thinking more like you play it in, in Red Devotion against Black Devotion or White Devotion. Right. Then you have a Pelucranos or whatever, and then you're like, you can't block, attack with all my guys. Like, what ends up happening is that... Right, the Somebody's, flexibility of yeah. it. But, I mean, it also lets you just go, oh, did you just go, you know, you know... Yeah, uh, it deals with the Hornet. Phalanx leader and some guy, or, yeah, all your... Yeah, it deals your, with Hornets. All your Hornets, yeah, because it's not creatures without yep. flying. It's a very good card. Huh, interesting. I think you play it as a 2 of in Red Devotion sideboard. Okay. Uh, Bloodfire Expert, 3-1 for a 2-R creature with prowess. Not not good enough, too, too slow. Bloodfire Mentor. Also 2R for a uh, zero 5. It has two blue tap draw card, then discard a card. Wow, is this card insanely bad. How about Unlimited? I I can't even imagine. Really? This card's going to be awesome Unlimited. Really? Yeah. Just zero 05, blocks everything. Blocking? Loot, looting? For three? Yeah. When you play a looter, usually it costs zero. No, looters cost three, and they're like one ones. Or two ones. Dude. I've played with Cephalid Looters. I've played with Merfolk Looters. I've compulsed. It's been a while, buddy. It's been a while. For three? Yeah. I think this guy's that's good. This guy's really good. Yeah? Yeah, he's exactly what you want to be doing. Like, if you're playing, like, some kind of, like, like 
Yeah, and limited. You're gonna drop this guy. You're gonna block their stupid morph. Smells like poop. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, you think? Yeah, some sometimes you have to bury yourself in poop to hide yourself from the dogs. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so comment on the. I was gonna say comment in the comments below, but want to comment on the Facebook page about whether Brian's right about Blood Fire Mentor or I'm right about Blood Fire Mentor. Like it's you don't. You're just saying it's. Not, and this is only for limited. We're talking. I mean, for obvious. <laughs> this is not even a. <laughs> <laughs> unless you unless you really think it's good for constructing, and in which case we also want to hear from you. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, I, I think this card. The I think word card's, I would use is poop. I think this card is like exactly what you a, want to do 20, in limited a, is what no, you said. No, I mean, yes, it's exactly what you want from like a 18th to 21st card in your deck. Okay, I believe you. I don't believe it. Uh, bring low. 3R for an instant. Bring low deals 3 damage to target creature. If that creature has a plus 1, plus 1 counter on it, bring low deals 5 damage to it instead. instead. Well, you're really not going to get your commons into constructed with cards like this, are no, you? No. Burn away. How about burn away? Burn away is an interesting card. Too. 5 mana. Five, it is 5 mana. It is 4R. There's no delve. You're paying full is price. A, is it like a 4-4 four, four haster? It is retail. Is it a 4-4 four, four haste flyer with like two other awesome abilities? No. Is it a 5-5 five, five haste flyer with two other awesome no. abilities? Um, let no. me think. Uh, it, it, it deals 6 Is damage. it a 6-6 six, six that blocks flying with another awesome ability? No. It can kill a 6-6, six, six, though. What does it, it do? It deals 6 damage to target creature. Yeah? And then when that creature dies this turn, exile all cards from its controller's graveyard. I would be really, really impressed if this card were playable. <laughs> kidding. I mean, it does a lot. For five? You, I could see this I could see this card being like... A, I could see it the being The cards like a, that cost five are like... Sarkhan the Dragon Speaker. Yeah. Stormbreath Dragon. Arbor Colossus. Um... We can kill two of those. Karanos... We can kill two of those. Karanos God of Storms. Sure. That guy is a... I was wrong. Remember, I was like, I'm not sure if this guy's good. That guy's, like, seeing heavy play in he's, Legacy. He's going up, 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 too. Like, the price on him every day. I mean, he, I guess that's just how twin decks win in Modern. Like, if people are, like, siding and removal for your creature, you just resolve it, and eventually that guy gets you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I could, see, I could see, like, that as a one-off sideboard and a game off atop a sideboard. Burn away? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Can you imagine the look on Conley's face? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, activate my nemesis of mortals. He's like, burn away your nemesis of mortals. Remove your graveyard. It's like strip mining you for 12. Yeah. Oh, wow. Why is Conley the victim here? <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, Canyon Lurkers, I'm just going to skip it. <laughs> Crater's Claw is probably the best red card. XR. You know, a, a formula for a great magic card. So, a Fireball, and if you have a four, it's Fireball plus two. Wow. The card is yeah. unreal good. Like, we need to make this ferocious. How do we do so, that? Uh, I was talking to Patrick about this card last week, and I was I said a different Pro Tour champion, great deck designer, had two copies in his, in his uh, Devotion deck, and Patrick said, nice two Necropotences. What's his... What's his response? He's like, two crater claws, you say. Nice two necropotences. <laughs> so you, you think this is going to be a defining card? This is like a star? slam dunk four of card in GX. If, if, if I'm playing if I'm playing green red monsters or green red... If I'm playing green red devotion, minimum two copies. If I'm a green red monsters, four copies for sure. Right. Right? Like, you imagine your deck is just like elf and then your choice of 
let's just let's just get crazy, by, by, right? By, by the way, I mean the ability to like have, have this be just a shock at our mana if you control a, like the ability yeah. to be like, okay, I'm gonna play my guy, and now for R, I'm gonna shock. So that. I'm just, just just riffing on Randy's comment about having. 32 copies of Corsair of Crufix. This is like a realistic thing in the Pro Tour Top 8. Like, Elf, second turn, Goblin Rabble Master, like, third turn, Perforos, right? Right. Fourth turn, Stormbreath Dragon. Fifth turn, this thing's on Monstrous six ways from Sunday. Right. I mean, Ferocious, not Monstrous. Yeah. Right? Like, that deck is going to... Ferocious and Monstrous going. I mean, that literally has versions of monsters. I'm like, or we can sub in Corsair of Crufix uh, on turn two and Pelucranos on turn three. By, by the way, you're talking, about, you're talking about red-green devotion? Like, no, or, no, red-green monster in but this a, case. A red-green monster, but imagine for a minute some deck where you're able to bias in one direction. Yeah. Let's, let's say it's a green devotion deck splashing red. Yeah. And you're able to use your Nykthos Shrine to... Yes, it's insane in this. <laughs> no, but I think that's like, you know, minimum two, but like nice two Necropotences according right. to Patrick. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's obvious, because you can get in a standoff situation where, where you can't get through that, the opponent's Hornet Queen. By the way, the more we talk about this format, yeah. the more I think Disdainful Stroke is just oh, like Oh, yeah, a, it's just like it's the just best like card horror. ever. It's just like... It's just dude, like insane. It's like blue-red... Oh, sorry, sorry. Green-red Devotion Splash Disdainful Stroke. Ooh, the, the team... Why are you teamer? What? So I could play Disdainful Stroke. The least teamery <laughs> card ever. Be like, eh... Black white control like, splash eh. disdainful stroke. They're like, eh, you can call that one rug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dragon grip, two R, uh, enchant creature. Enchant creature gets plus two plus zero and has first strike. If you control a creature with four or greater, you may cast dragon grip as though it had flash. Wow, that's a lot of text for something I would never want to play. <laughs> it's probably is it? It's probably okay and limited, right? I, oh, like I'm a, sure it's awesome and limited. A trick. But like you know, I mean, it would be like. Some scenario where you're attacking your Storm Breath Dragon into their Storm Breath Dragon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Dragon Style Twins. We've, gonna, we've talked about this card. Might a be bit. a defining card. 3 RR for a 3 3 double strike with Prowess. Like, this is a. There's a combo here. Give it plus six. You give it plus six, your opponent's dead. Yeah. Theoretically. Uh, also, anything that gives Trample. Like, can you imagine, like, if Gorkline Rampager was still legal with this card in standard? It's easy to imagine that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, is this card? Oh, it doesn't have haste. Which? Dragon style twins. I'm like, I'm just thinking about in the monster deck. I was saying. Oh, it's also not four, so it's not good with yeah. the Crater Claw. Oh no, it is. Because uh, the way Ferocious works. Oh wait, so I cast Crater Claw, triggers this, you and then on resolution. You you Ferocious. Yeah, but I just don't see this realistically being better than Stormbreath Dragon in the deck that I described, right? What do you, what do you think? You know what's insane in the green red deck? What's not intuitive? Magma Jet. Sure. Like, how good is that with Corsair of Crufix? What, why is that good with Corsair of Because it goes too deep. So you jet their guy oh, at the end of turn, oh, 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 put a spell on top yeah, of yeah, your deck, you, you. draw the spell, yeah, and then Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking land. about Magma Spray. I'm like, okay. Isn't that... Yeah? That's crazy yeah, good. Yeah, I had, I had a red-green cube deck today, and I had... Uh, I'm so jealous of you, you're cubing. I haven't cubed for like oh five days because I was playing in real life magic. You, you would have loved my deck today. Yeah. It was just red, green, mid range. But I had Corsair Crufix, Oracle of Moldiah, on, and Chandra Pyromaster. So, like, I was. Did you win? Oh, God. Yes. 
and like I won like on perfects. Like my opponent thought they had me dead. Yeah. And then I would just like dig like five cards deep in a turn. With with like Chandra and like Corsair and like Oracle, and like uh, it was it was. Super you remember sweet. when people are like Corsair Crucifix isn't that good? You don't get to play two lands a turn. Yeah. That was literally what they said. Yeah, <laughs> this card is unreal it's good. Pretty sweet. Um, okay, Goblin Slide two R for an enchantment. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you may pay one. If you do, put a one-one red Goblin creature token with haste onto the battlefield. Is this a super real spell? I know Ferrando thinks it is. How many do you play? One? Two? I don't know. This seems like a real spell to me. Like, if you just draw cards every turn, like, right. you, you could just block their monster. That's the thing, right? Right, right. Like, you just wait for combat, and you're like, I don't know, inspiration. Right. Well, just, a guy block. just imagine a, a Jeskai deck. Like, but, like, Jeskai in the classic sense of kill everything... And finish you off with something? Like, imagine... Well, that's the classic Jeskai. I thought Jeskai was Kung Fu. Well, I meant classic blue-white-red deck. Like, oh, you, know you I mean? mean, like... Like, sword... Like, Raka. Not yeah, Raka, yeah, not right. Jeskai. Yeah, yeah, right? It's like, you know, like, egg path to exile that, do this. Like, like, finish you, with a Raka Volver. And like, but I'm saying, but you could just... You could actually just finish people off with this. Where you're just, like, bolting things and making one-ones and... Yeah. You know, and you have a ton, You have a young Pyromancer and you're... No, this is your young Pyromancer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I think it's a real card. That's tempting. Yeah, I think it actually is is a is a real card. Um, you know what's good with? What's that? Stoke the flames. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Horde ambusher. Two two for one R. Whenever Horde ambusher blocks, it deals one damage to you. Why would it block? Morph reveal a red card from your hand, and when it's turned face up, target creature can't block this card. This card's fine. I think it's poopy. Really? You don't think this is just like a, a... You don't think this just goes in the red aggro decks? So you just play it as a morph and then just like or you show just, them your giant growth? You just play it as whatever. You just play it as a 2-2. Yeah. Uh, you just play it as a guy on curve. You just play it as your Billy so, Moreno red card. So, right? You know well, what I mean? Like, like, you don't have that much room for two drops in your Billy Moreno red card, maybe three drops. And I, I, I find myself hard-pressed to play this over Mor- Mogus's Warhound. Right, Mogus's that's Warhand. Certain, that's, could, certainly, that's certainly where they, where it's fighting. Right, so like Mogus's Warhand could actually. I could see both. It could like Steve Nash to my Akron Crusaders, right. Amari Stoudemire. You know what I mean? And this guy is just like, thurf thurf a two two four three. I mean, he's also a two two for two. He's fine. Yeah, he's not horrible. I'm just saying, like, it's him or Mogus's Warhound, though. Why not both? Because you can't have that many twos. Who's gonna walk my dog? understand what you're talking about. It's a warhound. Alright. Hordling Outburst. One RR sorcery. Put three 1-1 one, one red goblin creature tokens onto the battlefield. I like this card a lot. This is just Spectral Procession, right? Yeah. It's a red Spectral Procession. This card's great. I mean, it was irrelevant that the card, that the creatures flew a lot of the time. Sure. I mean, sometimes it was awesome, right? Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. pretty irrelevant that they flew. It really just three for three tokens? Yeah. Like, I don't have to pay Echo or... No, nothing. In red? Yeah. This card's a real card, too. I don't know what the deck is, but it's... This Goblin Rabble Master Stoke, Perforos, it's not hard. Yeah, that's well, true. This is just this nine is damage. Six, this is, right, six damage for six with damage. a Perforos. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. So, Osip theorizes that Devotion is going to have to be green-red at the, ultimately, because, like, if Devotion gets really popular, because Perforos... You can just build mono-red Devotion. 
Perforous Hornet Queen is unbeatable. But right? But, like the other devotion deck can't withstand but, take ten. Take ten. Like they, most devotion decks can't beat a Hornet Queen, but it's just like take ten now I have a Hornet Queen. Yeah. Um Howl of the Horde, card we've already talked about. I, you I, think John Finkel's gonna play it. I mean I want John Finkel. I said I want John Finkel. Yeah. Like I have a dream of John Finkel going Goblin Electromancer. Turn three, attack with Goblin Electromancer. Howl of the Horde. Howl of the Horde, Metamorphose, destroy you. I, I bet you that he would do something like that, just not with the Howl of the Horde part. That's an exciting... I, 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 I like the card. I could see it being played in that deck. Okay. Uh, Jeering Instigator. So this is another two mana, two, two power creature. One R for a 2-1. Uh, when it's turned face up, if it's your turn, gain control of another target creature until end of turn. Untap that creature against haste until end of turn. Morph 2R. This card is spectacular. This card is spectacular. This is just... This is like putting a down payment on Zealous Conscripts, right? Yes. This is just straight in. This is awesome against Perforos. Awesome. I'm not sorry. I mean, uh, against uh, Pelucranos. Right, they tap out for Pelucranos. Yeah. You know, like, bash you. Yeah, this card's spectacular. Yeah, I, I think this card's going to see play. Okay, I might play this card in, like, green mid-range. Right. Forget about just, like, in red aggro. Take your Arbor Colossus. Yeah. yeah Take it only of... works on your turn. It's not Ray of Command. It's, it's right. Active Treason. Uh, Leaping Master. 1R for 2-1. Two, 2 and white. Leaping Master gains flying until end of turn. I mean, compare him to the other two-power... Two, two, two power. It's much weaker. And he, he gets flying, but like you don't want to do that. Uh, Mardu Blazebringer, a 4-4 four, four for 2 and an R. When it attacks or blocks, sacrifice it at the end of combat. Oh, terrible. Mardu Part Piercer. Uh, I love this card. This is like very flame tonguey. 3R for a 2-3. And then it has Raid. When Mardu Heart Piercer enters the battlefield, if you attack with a creature this turn... Mardu Heart Piercer deals two damage to a creature or player. So I don't think this is priced for constructed. I don't think so either. I mean, it is. This card is just a beating in limited. Oh yeah, because you're already attacking. Yeah, them, yeah, right? yeah. But like the reason I don't think it's priced for constructed is just compare it to Thornscape Battle Mage. It's quite a bit weaker than Thornscape Battle Mage in terms of its flexibility yeah. and inability to destroy artifacts. And that card was like only fringe great. Right, right. I mean, it was great, but only fringe great. Right. You know, I think this card is probably not good enough at all. Uh, Mardu Warshrieker. So this is Call Stoker, except that you have to have had raid three R. Well, it, three, it three. also makes Mardu instead of making R. Right, it makes Mardu. Yeah. Uh, when Mardu Warshrieker is about availed, if you attack to the creature's turn, add Mardu to your mana. Probably not going to see playing constructed. Right. How about Monastery Swift Spear? Uh, likely the best red card in the set. Really? R I mean, it one, won two. the Legacy Open. Yeah. <laughs> First week of legal won the legacy open. So R for a one two and it's prowess. Already a four of in multiple standard decks. Right. It's in red heroic and red white heroic already. Okay. So um, that card is if you have like two of them in play and like just like a dragon mantle on one. Well, no, you have two of those guys in play and uh, let's say for sake of argument. Uh, an Akron Crusader. But you, you have two of these. You go turn one, this guy. Yeah. Turn two, you play the next guy. And like you cast. Coordinated hammer Assault. Or Hammer Hands. Yeah. Well, Coordinated Assault's insane because that's plus four. Yeah. So you're just getting in for six. Yeah, this card is very, very good. Yeah. I mean, people are asking me if I would cut Goblin Guide for it. And the answer is God, no. no. But. But maybe. No, I'm. 
I told you, I, I was so proud of myself. I completely outplayed Counterbalance with my Goblin God. Yeah. They're like, Counterbalance is supposed to be the lock against my deck. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, Goblin Guy just taught me what to do. Um, yeah, uh, this card, card obviously just... Outstanding. Yeah. Oh, wait, but the very next card is also contending for best red card. Sarkhan the Dragon Speaker, 3RR for Planeswalker. Oh, this is another card we got wrong. It's two additional cards on the ultimate. I lost to Boswell with, uh, he, he ultimated Sarkhan um, in, in a game one situation. Where I thought, we, we both thought I was going to win, but it was a like super long devotion yeah, error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so already seeing play in, in standard. Yeah, this card is outstanding as well. But I don't think it's probably as good as the Monastery Swift Spear, which has already won a Legacy Open. And, and the question becomes this or... Oh, I mean, it's him or, or Stormbreath Dragon. You don't... It's very unlikely to have room for both, like, right? this guy gets Banishing Lane. He's all... Yeah, well, the thing is, he's an outstanding answer to Stormbreath Dragon, so Green Devotion decks are actually pretty bad against Stormbreath Dragon. Right. Uh, unless you build them in a certain way, right? If you build them with, like, multiple Arbor Colossus main deck and, uh, and uh, Hornet Queen, that's very good resistance, but a lot of people don't build their deck that sure. way, and so you're just going to get ranched by by uh, Stormbreath Dragon, but he's great. He, he kills Stormbreath Dragon and leaves something for you. Uh, what about Shatter? Um, I don't know. Highly playable. You think, you think so? I mean, what, what, what are we doing with it in, in standard right now? You know, what we were supposed to do with Wear Terror before I didn't realize that it wasn't <laughs> legal. I mean, it's just... When I was doing research for that thing about 32 cards with Randy... There was a Pro Tour Top 8 which I think had 16 Shatters. Right. And you know which Red Deck didn't have any Shatters? Which one? Masashiro Kurodas. What was he playing? Mono Red. Oh, okay. He won the Pro Tour. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we at, are we at the end? No, no, right? we're almost at the end. I'm just... I'm just saving the ones. Saving the ones that we... Raja Boulders, we... bro. Red's the best. Red is super deep. Um, Active Treason. So, uh, so where were we? Just going for like notable cards. Yeah. I think you've gone too far. I did go too far. So Summit Prowler, no thank you. 4-3 for 4 mana. Swift Kick. Swift Kick, 3-R, target creature you control gets plus 1, plus 0 until end of turn. It fights target creature you don't control, it's an instant. Kind of cool, not good enough. Tormented Voice, 1-R, has an additional cost to cast Tormented Voice, discard a card, draw two cards. So cycle two cards. Tough. Tough to play, I think. Yeah? Nah, not Really? Like this and a land for two fresh cards in a red deck? The opportunity cost of having that card in your deck is the problem, right? It's the reason I... People ask me how come... Every open I play, people are like, oh, are you still playing Blue Red Delver? I'm like, oh, I switched to Mono Red. They're like, why? And I'm like, because why should I brainstorm to get Price of Progress and I just play for Price of Progress? Right. That's 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 the answer I give. Right. Okay. Like Trumpet Blast? What are we doing with all those goblin tokens? Stoking. Stoking face. Oh, okay. Uh, or I could just do the exact same ability using Perforos. Yeah. <laughs> uh Valley Dasher. Uh we call this guy. Do you ever think about how ridiculous Perforos is? He's just, he's just fundamentally pandemonium. I love I love Perforos. He starts out as pandemonium and then he has other abilities, including being like I, a yeah. giant creature. I beat a Perforos today. I was very excited. Uh, Valley Dasher, 1R for a 2-2 haste. Valley Dasher attacks each turn of Abel. I've been calling this guy not quite a Lancer. 
So, 2-2 two, two haste for two? Yeah. How have I missed this card? This card's sweet. Must attack each turn. So it's, like, way worse than Ash Zealot and... And, uh... Mogus's Warhound. Oh, it's Mogus's Warhound Without, with no bestow. With no bestow. It's never really bothered me that I've had to swing every time, <laughs> I gotta tell you. Mogus's Warhound and I have gotten along yeah. all right. I mean, you get eight two two hastes in your deck. Who's the other... Well, you get you're the Mogus's Warhound. Oh, okay, I got yeah, it, yeah. I got it. So, oh. but when you enchant him with Mogus's Warhound, there's no additional drawback. Right, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Warning, do you like this card? I think it's probably playable. Okay. Warname Aspirant, 1R for 2-1, but it has Raid. Warname Aspirant enters the battlefield with a plus one, plus one counter on it if you attack this turn. So it could so be a 3-2 for guy, two? This guy is basically Bloodthirst, or he's Gorehouse Chainwalker. There's no question that this guy's playable. No, but Gorehouse Chainwalker is just good. Yeah, I mean, this guy's good too, right? Well, there's already a Gorehouse Chainwalker in M... That's, there's already a card that's better than Gorehouse Chainwalker in M15. Which is? It's 3-2 on attack, but can block. Okay. Right, I don't know the name of it. What? Oh, sure, right, yeah, right, Yeah, it's right. like just 2-1, yeah. but it's 3-2 on attack, so and then many, you can... There are so many red 2-2s. Two yeah, red is red sweet in this set. Yeah. Do you like Valley, Valley Dasher? I think it's probably playable. Do you I mean, like uh, Warname Aspirant? No. Okay. It's well, like stick, way stick. worse than cards that people already don't play. Let's take a look real quick. Uh, so we liked Act of Treason. So that's going to be a tournament staple. Uh, Arc Lightning. Going to be a tournament staple. We don't like Aerostorm. Ashcloud Phoenix is going to be like mid-high role player, I think. Right. It's actually probably a pretty good sideboard card. Yeah. Barrage of Boulders, uh, It's going to be a sideboard staple. Sarkhan the Dragon Speaker. It's going to be a flagship. Monastery Swift Spear. Already, already won a Legacy already Open. Already a trophy holder. One weekend. Shatter, just um, historically board, yeah. good card. It's like Bobby Abreu, uh, Jeering Instigator. I like this card. It's a Zealous Conscript with down payment. Yeah. Uh, Hordling Outburst. This card's crazy. So, I mean, this is this is another card that's like uh, a ritual, right? Like, if you're going to be playing with Stoke the Flames, yeah. you're just like, all right, put three guys into play. Or what if you're Ferrando, right? Ferrando, like, he'll jam... Quarter calling and Goblin Rabble Master to every deck. Right, this is right. just like a ritual for him. Yeah. Howl of the Horde card I like, I think. Great picture. Yeah. So, uh, Slam Slavomir Maniac. That okay, guy's name is great. Uh, Goblin Slide is a card we thought was think, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think one of, you think two of, right? Yeah. Dragon Style Twins. I think I'm going to end up playing all Dragon Style Twins decks at some point, yeah. but we're not there yet. But I, I think that, that will be like, just like when I twinned, right? Yeah. Oh, it's Dragon's Hell. It's literally twin. Yeah. Crater. It's Crater Claws is contending for best red card. And we did that one already. We did all these. Okay. Oh, wait, no, we didn't get to... Did we get to all of them? Yeah, all we right. talked about all the cards that we liked. Okay. So now we're making good time. That's 30 minutes in. Let's yeah. hit green. Well, I mean, you know, there were there were not a lot of... You know, the, the cards that slow us down are when we try to make cards sound good. All right. Let's <laughs> just go. Let's burst through. Uh, Alpine Grizzly. Two, th two three mana for a four two. Um, no thanks. No thanks? Okay. Do you like it? I mean, it's it's got a lot. It's it's packing a lot of punch if you're doing ferocious stuff. Is it playable at 4-3? Oh, it's definitely playable at 4-3. Bullshit. Really? The bar for green creatures is 4-4 four, four with an ability for 3. Loxodon Smiter is the bar. <sighs> sure. And you know what? Smiter didn't even get played 100% of the time. Okay. You know, I was making my green red potential green red decks for this week. I don't have the the GR one 
3-3 Seder that sometimes is a 4-4, sometimes is a 4-4 for the turn with haste. Okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, you telling me that those guys are not making the cut in my deck and this guy will be playable at 4-3? I could, I could see. I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe those cards are all better now because of Ferocious. I, th I think that card's probably pretty good. I right. was thinking, like, is that card better than Goblin Rabble Master in my deck if I want to play with Anger of the Gods, right. which is what I want to do. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so, I like that. Yeah. I like that. All right, we'll skip it's gonna be, But you're kind of nerfed. Like, is, am I just an idiot if I don't play with Goblin Rabble Master? Yeah, you are. Right? Like, like it's Archer, in my colors. I can play it on second turn. Archer's Parapet, 05 for two mana. Um, Defender. I don't hate it. 1B, each opponent loses one life. You know who would love this card? Marshall Sutcliffe. And, and Chris Manning. I, I, mean, I can just see playing this, though, in, right? In Limited, this yeah. card, let me tell you something. If you don't have a plan for dealing with your opponent's Archer's Parapet, like, it actually becomes a problem. Like, this card is just the anti-Nixley's Ram, right? Yeah. I think this card's probably playable. Yeah, it might be. I don't it hate be, it at might all. Might be a sideboardable card. 05 is so much better than 04. Yeah, yeah. And killing someone is so much better than other random <laughs> abilities. <laughs> uh, Awaken the Bear. 2G for target creature gets plus 3, plus 3, and trample. Right? So save that card. I think we'll oh, yeah, discuss okay. it later. Okay. So Awakening the Bear. Well, we're not saving Awakening right. the Bear, are we? But become immense. Obviously, we're going to save 5G for delve. Target instant. Target creature gets plus 6, plus 6. So combo kill with Dragon South Twins. Combo kill with Dragon South Twins. Also, just like the Crater Claw of green. Like, six damage, like, for G. You know what else is the Crater Claw of green? Crater, crater claw. claw. Yeah. Pardon me. Is 7th Avenue this way? That way. Yeah, thanks. Um, but yeah. super playable card. Yeah. Save it. Did you save it yet? I did save it. Okay. I'll save it again as well. Oh, that way we'll know. We'll just double save. I think that's a really powerful card, yeah. Dragon Scale Boom. Uh, 3G. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature and untap it. So, limited combat trick, Yeah, right? yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, feed the Clan. 1G, you gain 5 life. Ferocious, Gains something life. else. Uh, probably not playable. Probably not. I mean... Hardened Scales. Now, people are building decks around this. This is a flagship level card. Really? Yeah. You've, you've seen this? Yeah, for sure. This is your, this is your preview this card. This was right? my preview card. So, so, G, if one or more plus one, plus one counters will be placed on a creature you control, that many plus one, plus one, plus one counters are placed on it instead. So, Typical card to say to read. read so the if you were going to get two, you get three. If you get three, you get four. Sure. So what, what, what did you see people doing with this? I mean, just like you just play it in a in a white weenie deck. If you have like out, I'll, I'll give you an example with uh, the Avon guy who puts a, a counter on for right. um, card you really like. Yeah, for for four mana, you're putting two counters on for four right. mana. That's a powerful combination. Right. If you were green white heroic with Phalanx leader. Everything would get two counters every That's time you That's really powerful. Slater, That's like absurdly is, powerful. Disgusting. Yeah, like I think this card is real. I mean, right. there's not just one deck you put. It's like just if you just had like. By, by the way, keep in mind that card, Retribution of the Ancients. Remember that card, the black card we were talking about? That's like remove. Yep. Okay, picture for a moment now that you play this. This actually, this is actually a combo. So we have the. Uh, the, the Swarm of Bloodflies. Yeah. So we have this in play. We play Swarm of Bloodflies. We get three counters. Okay. Okay? Comes into play with three counters. We now remove two counters to kill a 2-2. Two -two. Yep. Creature dies. We get two counters on our guy. We kill a 1-1. One -one, we get two counters on our guy. We kill another 1-1. One -one, we get Like, we could actually kill our own 1-1s one -ones even to, like, build up counters to kill something big. Or just have an infinity-sized guy. Yeah, you, you just end up with this really huge swarm of bloodflies. Anyway, my point being, I think Hardened Scales is 
it's really powerful. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's always difficult to figure out where you want to place so, a card that does nothing on so its own. Right? Naps talks about strategies, offensive strategy. And we're actually brainstorming about this, me, Chad Cassell, PNAPs, others. When did PNAPs get to be really good, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been playing with the kid for 20 years, and I can tell you, every time I sat across the table from him, I'm like, he's about to donate three points to me, okay? Like, that's literally how I felt about it. But the guy's top eight in Grand Prix, he's top eight at the WMCQ. He is a terror at the table. He, like, he's, he's playing he's seven and one at the Invitational Day One. He's playing tight magic, and uh, he realized, like, I, had, I talked to him, I drafted with him last week. Yeah. And he's kind of like, I, you know, basically, I'm, I'm, power, I'm putting words in his mouth, but yeah. basically he's like, I realize magic matters to me, and I want to do well with the things that matter to me. Is basically what it is. Like, like a very simple yeah. realization. Like, I think maybe it's to the extent putting that putting time in, maybe everything. to the extent that he took matters for grant, you know, magic for granted in the past, uh, and then also just like, you know, as he's playtesting for this pro tour, he's like, he's realizing that like he works harder than people who you think work hard yeah. for a pro tour. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't, and not even in a mean. I don't say that in a mean way. No, he's just like. He's just like playing ten just, hours yeah, or something. Yeah, he's like, just super focused. Because he, so he and Osip moved in next to each other, so they literally live next door to each other in the same apartment building, and they just play test together. I would, all the I'd time. love to see Osip go back to Hawaii for this. Program, so but. the, uh, so what I what I was going to say is like Pnaps is telling me like, because he's playing all these beatdown decks, right? So he just all summer he's just special. All he played was blue green and legacy and modern, outstanding results. Right. Green, white, and standard. Outstanding results, right? right. So you're just like, I'm just playing these decks that are basically dudes and pump spells. That's all I play, okay? Because he's playing in standard right now. Red, white, heroic. Dudes and pump spells. And he has this theory, and I'm, I, maybe theory is like a too strong a word for it, but I never heard somebody talk about this before. He's like, it's like, so we'll entrench in a game, so I'm playing against him, and then I'm starting to develop my defense, right? So I've got like Hornet Nest or like Corsair of Crufix, Sylvan Carry added, I can contain his attackers. I'm getting to the point where I'm gonna go like Arbor Colossus or or Hornet Queen, you know, like deploying all my defenses. He's like, you know, I haven't lost this game yet, but the question is, do I go broad or tall? Right? And he's like, you have to figure out how you do your assets. Do you, you make your wow. one guy big or a bunch of guys, you know, kinda big? Interesting. And and, and I like I never really heard somebody talk about going like or maybe wide or tall, and, and it, was, it was interesting watching him play these kinds of games. But anyway, point being, this is a card that is outstanding at both making guys tall or right. wide. Uh, Air of the Wilds. Good card. 2-2 two, two for 1G. It's a 2-2 two, two death touch. But Ferocious, whenever Air of the Wilds attacks, if you control a creature with power 4 or greater, it gets plus 1. It's just like 3-3 three, three on offense with death yeah. touch? Yeah. I like it. I think... It, it's, it'd be interesting which deck you could end, actually end up finding this in. Right. But it seems like a card I would play. Right. Uh, Highland game. 1G for a 2-1. When it dies, you gain 2 life. It's an elk. Marshall loves it. Yeah. I just side this in against red and just block. <laughs> Maybe. It's not that bad if you do that, right? Maybe. So. Would you save it? No. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I mean, Hooded Hydra, I'd save. It's already made top eight of the most recent open. Did it really in the standard? Yeah, yeah so, I mean, I, I don't think it was possibly right how he constructed his deck. He played Mono Green Devotion. So really the bet you have to make is, is Hooded Hydra better than Elspeth, Doomwake Giant, or Crater Claw? I don't know. No? I think no. I'm going to say no on all three of yeah, those? Yeah, so, like, then he definitely didn't make his deck right. right. And he made top eight. I'm going to say so. no on all those. And, like, 
So no one's ever going to kill this guy. Well, yeah, so I'm just saying. He, he played the same deck as the rest of us, but instead of having Elspeth, Doomwake Giant, or Crater Squall, he had, he had Hooded gonna, Hydra. You're just going to, like, Vanishing Light this or something else. or. I mean, that's what I would do. Like, yeah, I, mean, I'm just, I was, like, <laughs> five and one against Green Hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, save it, though, right? We saved it. Uh, Hooting Mandrels. This was the limited resources uh, preview card, I think. So five, six five, mana for... 5G for Dell Trample 4-4. I mean... You can't even realistically get this on... T- I mean, you could get it on turn three, but it's a lot of resources. Yeah. So I, did I tell you about my six-drop on turn three game? Last game of the tournament for me. So playing for 50 bucks or whatever. Yeah. And I win game one. My, I'm playing a green mirror, so my opponent's green-red. Uh, like mid, mid-rangey ramp, and I'm obviously green-white. So I keep a one-lander. My opponent goes, land, go. I go, land elf. That's why I kept my one lander, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes, generator servant, go. So I'm like, rip a land, elf out, right? So he's like, land, storm breath dragon, attack for four. So I'm like, rip another land. I have three elves, right? I'm like, one of my elves is satyr wayfinder, so we can untap my one white source. <laughs> I'm like, third turn Elspeth, kill your storm breath dragon, right? So he's like, that's the worst. He's like, another storm breath, like, Another Storm Breath Dragon, attack, kill your Elspeth. So I'm like, rip another land, Hornet Queen. He's just like, God, stay home, Pelucranos. I'm like, another Elspeth, kill five, kill, kill four or bigger. You know, I mean, at this point, he was like very unhappy. But bottom line of the story is Hooting Mandrels is unplayable. I mean, for six, you could have an Elspeth. <laughs> well, I mean, for, you could have it for two or three. But, yeah, yeah, not really. Uh, incremental Growth, this is a reprint, 3GG. Put a plus one, plus one, two plus one, plus ones, and three plus one, plus ones on three different target creatures. You have to hit all three targets. Yeah, I kind of love it, and I kind of don't think it's good enough. Yeah. Uh, Kintree Warden. Uh, G for a 1-1 one, one human warrior. Morph G, two mana regenerate. I mean, this is the kind of card where you get a free card unlimited sometimes, right? Yeah. You get it on a good block. Not a big deal. Longshot Squad. Uh, 3G for a 3-3 three, three without last. Each creature you control with a plus one, plus one counter on has reach. Um, yeah, no thanks, probably. Meandering Tower Shell. Why would they make this card? 3GG for a 5-9 Island Walk. Whenever it attacks, exile it, return it to the battlefield <laughs> under your control. <laughs> Tapped and attacking at the beginning of the declare attacker step on your next turn. So it, like, every few turns it gets an attack, but it has Island Walk? I mean... If they made it prop blue and can't be countered, I still think I might not consider playing this. Right. It's just, it's. I mean, isn't that a pretty poopy rare? It is. And you know what's funny about this card is if I ever active treason it, I just keep it forever. Really? Yeah. So I active treason it. Yep. I attack. Yep. It disappears. Yep. But what it says is, return it to the battlefield under your control. It doesn't say under its owner's control. Oh. It says under your control, tapped and attacking. So then you just get this for the rest. So the, of the lesson game. is, all of you guys should play this against us, and we'll play the we'll play yeah. the. So you like you like shatter? Do you love naturalize? Um, no, I think naturalize is probably unplayable in standard. Why? Why as opposed to shatter? Because of, is it into the aether or whatever is legal? G one shuffle the thing into their library. Instant. Okay. Sure. Instead of naturalizing. Okay, so you it. just play that instead? Yeah, because it kills gods and this doesn't kill right. gods. Okay. So I think naturalize is actually currently unplayable. 
Interesting. It's so much worse than the other option. Okay. But Shatter is playable because yeah. it's not red. Okay. Pine Walker, 3GG for a 5-5. Five five. Morph 4G. Uh, whenever it's uh, whenever Pine Walker or another creature you control is turned face up, untap that creature. Kind of cool. Kind of I like mean, a 5-5 five, five Vigilance. 5-5 five, five for 5. It seems like it has good traits, but the sum of it, some of those traits relative to the cost is not exciting to me. I'm just going to go ahead and save Rattleclaw Mystic. Yeah. Ahead of anything you might say about it. Patrick says Rattleclaw Mystic is ahead of um, Voyaging Seder in the in the two-mana accelerator column. This, this card is, is sweet to me. Uh, plus, it, I mean, we talked about this. It gets you to six mana on turn three by itself, right? Yeah, you could just play it as a morph, and then it's actually a on mini turn, ritual. Right, so you, you, I'm sorry, you play it on turn two as a morph. Yeah. Off of an elf. Yep. And then turn three. Morph for two. You have, right. You, so, you, so, so you have three, three mana. You play your fourth mana source. Right. Tap two of those mana, so that, two remaining, right. to unmorph Rattleclaw Mystic. Which brings you up to five when it unmorphs. And then you, you tap this for your sixth mana. It's really outstanding. Which I guess you could have also done by just playing this on turn two. Face up. <laughs> but anyway, you'd still be... It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, Roar of the Challenge. Uh, 2G, all creatures able to block target creature this turn. Do so. Ferocious, that creature gains indestructible until end of turn if you control a creature with power four or greater. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Saigu Archer 4G for 2 5 with reach and morph. I'm going to keep moving. Savage Punch. I like 1G, it. 1G. Target creature you control fights. Target creature you don't control. The creature you Ferocious, the creature you control gets plus 2 plus 2 until end of turn before it fights if you control a creature with power 4 or greater. This card's interesting. I like this card. It's probably way worse than Hunt the Hunter. I got Hunt the Hunter by a, by a hornet nest this weekend. Let me tell you something. That's can't gross. win. No, that's gross. <laughs> um, but again, you know, if you did this to your Hornet Nest and you had a four-power creature, your Hornet Nest could actually do two damage also. Yeah, no, but Hunt the Hunter... Oh, right, does the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gross. Yeah, it was insane. Save or no? I don't think so. How about Scout? I'm saving Scout the Borders. There's no way this card... I know not, you love that card. There's no way this card's not getting played. I love the art on this card, too. So it's a two and a G. Reveal, reveal the top five cards of your library. You may put a creature or land from among them into your hand. The rest of your graveyard. This is Seething Song. I don't. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. It's like a really bad impulse. And Seething Song. It's like a really bad dream cache, actually. It's five mana, so you could cast your Dream Cruise, your Treasure Cruise, or your Dig Through Time, or your Murderous Cut. Or your Necropolis Fiend. But then I'm, like, getting rid of my graveyard card, so it's making my other Delvers worse. I mean, some of yes, but you need stuff to make your Delvers good. That's what this does. All right. Keeps you Scout the borders. Great or poop? You just want a common to make <laughs> to make the playable. Yeah, I think this is very, I think it's very playable. I think it I'm will, not going to call it unplayable, but I have a hard time on this one. See the written. I'm saving this one, too. 4GG reveal. Oh, you mean Tooth and Nail? Yeah, yeah that one's good. Uh, 4GG, no, no arguments. Reveal the top eight cards in your library. You may put a creature card from among them onto the battlefield, put the rest of your graveyard. Ferocious, uh, put two instead. Like, that card would already be really good, except for Genesis Hydra. You don't accidentally want to flip over Genesis Hydra. Right, right, right. But, like, yeah, you could just easily be like, oh, Durf Durf, Hornet Queen. 
And do my giant. Two oh. storm breath dragons. Yeah. Whenever you want. <laughs> All good. Uh, seek the horizon. 3G for search your library for up to three basic land cards. Reveal them and put them in your hand and shuffle your library. Into your hand, you say? Yeah, we've seen this card Bleh, before. Garbage. Smoke Teller. 2-2 two, two for 1G. One in a blue. Look at target face down creature. You can be like John Finkel. Wandering Eye. No. Saltai Flare. 3-4 four for 4 mana. 3 and a G. Whenever a creature you control with toughness 4 greater dies, you gain 4 life. No. No. You're not going to put that in against the red deck? No. Put it in the way, it just dies and you gain 4 life? I mean, there's so many other ways I could have done that, right? Yeah. Teamer Charger. Uh, 1G for a 3-1. It has Morph. You reveal a green card in your hand to, to morph it. When it's turned face up, target creature gains trample for the turn. No. Trail of Mystery. Ooh. 1G. Whenever a face-down creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, put it in your hand, and shuffle your library. Whenever a permanent you control is turned face up, if it's a creature, it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. I mean, if a morph deck is available, this I might love be this. sweet. I, I love this card. Turns all your morphs into Borderland Rangers. Yeah, it certainly does. Like, the, the amount of, like, advantage you get over the course of a game with this... Is, yeah, it's insane. Uh, Do you play, like, multicolored... Or mono green or what? No, I, you can play because you got to play the Aven, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that's. I think that might actually be a real deck. It's so good. Yeah, it's. It seems fantastic to me. Everyone's a Borderland Ranger. Yeah. That's got to be my new signature deck. I have to figure out how to make that then. Can you imagine if we had yes. this card available to us in in pickles? Yeah, we would have not made pickles because we would have accidentally put green cards in this perfectly good engine. <laughs> that's, what, that's what would have happened. Tusk Colossidon, a 6-5 for 6 mana. No. Tusk, Tusk Colostomy is what it sounds like. Yeah, Tusk Guard Captain 2G for a 2-3. Outlast G. And then each creature you control with a plus one, plus one counter on it has Trample. Shrug. Windstorm. This one's good. Yeah, Green X. Windstorm deals X damage to each creature with flying. I think that like, is a perfectly playable card. And it's a good answer to Hornet Nest and a good answer to Stormbreath Dragon. Yeah. Good answer to both of them at the same time, maybe. Yeah. It's um, like a lot of the cards that are pretty good, like Arborclaws is a really relatively poor answer just to to uh to Hornet Queen. Hornet Queen. Yeah, this is a fantastic yeah. answer. Uh Woolly Loxidon's the last card. No thanks. By the way, this card's a sleeper in limited. It's just like one of the best morphs in limited. Because it's just eats every other morph in battle like if you both have untapped mana you're just gonna win so what are the I mean we, we can't really dwell on the morphs to see to see what would be the be good in that morph I, deck right no not really uh, so or that's another podcast let's work on that deck yeah and we'll post it to our Facebook page okay you have to build this deck I'm sure Saito made one and I can just right, steal well, it that's fine Archer's Parapet you kind of liked Become Immense I love Become immense, I love again. Hardened Hard scales, scales, I think it's good, right? Yeah. Um, you can see it with Hooded Hydra. Uh, playable card. Uh, Rutterfall Mystic. Outstanding card. Savage Punch. Scout you the love borders. Scout the Borders. Look at that artwork. It's so sweet. It's scouting, man. Uh, see the Unwritten. Yeah, fantastic. Trail of Mystery, we're going to post a list to our Facebook page. Windstorm. Green's, so green's, green's a little weak. way worse than red. It's funny because green was like basically the color in New Jersey this weekend. Yeah, right? but nobody played new cards. <laughs> oh, that's why. It's like all like Elf Courser and 
and Sylvan Carey added. Right. And then, like, you know, top-ending with whatever you're going to top-end with. Right. Like, Arbor Colossus, Hornet Queen, none right. of the cards that are new. So okay. let's just go through our artifacts. Okay, artifacts. So, Abs Abzan Banner. Is one of the banners. Yeah, what do you think about the banners? Are they going to get uh, played at all? Unlikely to be playable. Three casting cost accelerators are tough. The only ones that were pretty good were, uh, not the Clue Stones, what was the other one? The, uh, you know, the Rakdos one, the Simic one. Sure. But those guys became creatures. Right, right. The Rakdos one was really good. Yeah, but this is, no. these are just whatever. That one doesn't just beat the crap out of a Tarmogoyf, okay. uh, a, a, a Thragtus. Here's an interesting card to me, Alter of the Brood. One mana for an artifact. Whenever another permanent enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent puts the top card of his or her library into his or her graveyard. So it's like a passive mill card? Yeah. But I mean, it, it, I see this like, it, it checks on lands. Yeah. It, it's like fetch land, mill two. Like, like you could actually just... And Whenever you have, and these another permanent enters. enters the battlefield under your control. Like if you have two of these and like any kind of like velocity to, to your permanence. Yeah, I, I just don't think that that's... I remember we were looking for some kind of like combo for the blood-soaked champion. Yeah, Maybe it's had a way like to Jace is Erasurist, which was just never good enough for Constructed. Sure. Okay. It, even I, though it's one, I, I'll think, I think about it's a, it. I think it's an interesting card. So I, don't, I, I, I guess don't, what, what if you, first turn this thing, second turn, like, fetch land, get you for one, sack the fetch land, get you for one, raise the alarm, get you for two, right? Maybe I don't Then, like, <laughs> untap something, and then, yeah. like, maybe, like, turn four, like, Right, and then we're just going to deck them with villainous wealth. Well, I, no, I was thinking, like, <laughs> maybe you play in a Planeswalker deck where you're, like, Soren, Solemn Visitor, is that the name of him? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And Elsbeth. Yeah, Those Els guys oh, make a lot of permanents. Elsbeth, the turn you play Elsbeth, you get four permanents men. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, like, if you... I'm thinking, like, oh, this could work with tokens, this could work with... Yeah, but you could just kill them with Yeah, the like, if I, like, Goblin Rabble Master, that guy attacks for four on the second turn. Like, what am I doing milling for one? Uh, yeah, Okay. <laughs> I just—that's just not a real just, strategy. I could see some sort of like—I don't know. Okay, if your if your argument is I can get di permanence into play, yeah. why don't I kill them with a real strategy? Okay. Um, interesting uh, EDH card for sure yeah. because it's each opponent. So I don't understand Briber's purse. That was in the in the standard um, Jeskai Ascendancy deck. So X, uh, Briber's purse enters the battlefield with X gem counters on it. One, tap, remove a gem counter from Briber's purse. Target creature can't attack or block this turn. Um, this is a, a zero casting cost spell from the Jeskai Ascendancy deck. Oh, that's really the only reason I think why. that's probably the only reason why. So I'm just, like, racking my brain as it's a zero. Why. It's okay. a zero spell. Okay, I can that's, live with that then. That's what that is. Uh, Cranial Archive. Um, uh, so, so this card, by the way... It's already Yeah, we playable. have to save it. Yeah. Cranial Archive. Cool picture. Two mana, two exile Cranial Archive. Target player shuffles his or her graveyard into his or her library. Draw a card. Good card. An interesting card against the Delve It's decks. a little expensive, but I mean, you just, it's, isn't this just superior to Elixir of Immortality, except for you don't gain five life? No. Draw a card. You want to save this card? Target player shuffle. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Okay. This is. This is Gaia's whatever that you like. Isn't it? Oh. Isn't that Gaia, Gaia's Blessing? Sure. Yeah. Or Felden's King, or... I can't 
can't. I was about to fall off the ledge here. Uh, okay, Dragon Throne of Tarkir, four mana. Equip creature. No, I'm not gonna even. Equip creature as defender and two tap other creatures. I you, you weren't gonna <laughs> gain trample and get plus X. Uh, this card's terrible. Seven mana to like play equip and another two mana and tap to activate. All right, believed you the first time. <laughs> Ghost Fire Blade, one mana. Equip creature gets plus two, plus two. Equip three. Ghost Fire Blade's ability costs two less to activate if it targets a colorless creature. So we're going. To so getting it good with artifacts. Well, good, so so it goes into our or our morphs. Oh wow! Our yeah. Trail of Mystery deck. So we Do you think that's enough upside to play this card in constructed? Well, I mean, we're going to have enough morphs, right? So it's we're probably. Not. So I mean, like it's one to play, one to equip. Yeah. I don't think it's good enough. Wait, was it plus one, plus one, plus two, plus two? Plus two, plus two. Yeah, I guess your morphs beat up their morphs. I don't know. <laughs> the mirror. Heart Piercer Bow, two mana. Whenever equipped creature attacks, Heart Piercer deals one damage to target creature, defending player controls, equip one. I mean, you have a Death Toucher. You put this in the deck with Nylea's, uh, with Nylea, or Nylea's Bow, whatever yeah. that one is. It's got the mono bow deck. Yeah. Like, you put this in, and, like, creature has yeah. death touch, deals damage. I can see that having applications, but I don't think it's really going to happen. I mean, we had Cunning Spark Mage. Yeah, but Cunning Spark Mage collar. never had to get in danger, right? He's, like, hung back. I mean, your guy doesn't have to get in danger. You can put this on anything. You could, it doesn't matter. You still, like, whatever creature you send in, you're killing something. Every if you time. have death touch. Yeah, but if you have Nylea, Bow of Nylea, you have Death Touch. But if I already deck. have Bow of Nylea, I'm freaking invincible in combat right, already. <laughs> like, like, I could always make my guy big. Okay. Uh, Lens of Clarity, not a, not a playable card. Banners, more yeah. banners. Ugin's Nexus, a card you liked. We talked about this before, right? I don't think it does anything. Nothing. Uh, although, <laughs> I guess it does... It does, like, the last it time... It counters they, other people's Ugin's Nexus. And the, the last time they mentioned Ugin yeah, in a set... it was insane. There was more Ugin stuff to come, so I wonder if we're going in the direction of a colorless set. Like, mono, mono Ugin's. Yeah. Uh, Witness of the Ages, six mana for a four, four, more five, whatever. And then uh, lands... So, basically, there's a couple cycles of lands. There's fetch lands, which are all flagships. Right. They're expensive already. Like, you're talking... Minimum 15 bucks a fetch land right now. Probably 24 bucks a fetch land. I bought a whole set of Trilands from Face to Face Games Did this you? week. Yeah. Well, I thought I might play Abzan at the Grand Prix trial. Right, right. So I bought Siege Rhinos and those fetch land. I'm sorry. In the, Brandon the Marshall, how's it going? all the hey, how's it going? All the Trilands. Discussing cons. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry my bad. That's all right. We're uh, almost done. And then you know I already own all, all the. I actually I don't know if I own. Four polluted deltas and four flooded strands. I actually don't know factually if I do or not. I own a ton of wooded foothills and bloodstained miners, right. though. All right. So for our for our morph deck, by the way, how about Tomb of the Spirit Dragon? Uh, tap, add one to your mana pool. Two, tap. You gain one life for each colorless creature you control. That's a you're stuck a four of in this deck. Maybe. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you think about the gain life lands, the refuge cycle? So, um, you know, you would never play one over a temple. That's what okay. I would say. Okay. But, you know... But you're going to play him when you... Reed had three in his Green Red Devotion deck, so... Oh, okay. So, so, like, the next... So, all the lands are basically playable. Yeah. The Refuge cycle's playable, the Tri-Land cycle's playable, and the Fetch lands are playable. And we like Team of the Spirit Dragon for our uh, Facebook posted so, uh, morph deck. So, the Borderland Ranger guys, they only get basics, right? Yes. So... 
I mean, it's what, what's the other what's the other morph thing? It's blue, right? Secret plans. So what is it's that? Green, blue. Uh, and whenever you unmorph a creature, you draw a card. So and your morphs get plus O plus one. So your morphs are two threes. So we're gonna have like eight sweet things to play on turn two that synergize with morphs. Phone, phone, phone was in the wrong pocket. Had a moment of panic. So what are the best things we can do with morphs, right? Countering spells, stealing spells. Stealing spells, for sure. Um, Just burying our opponent in card advantage. Taking control of target creature. Oh, yeah. Um, can, are there killing creatures? Is there like a skin thinner? There we have bouncing no, creatures, for sure. Yeah, we're definitely bouncing stuff. I don't think there's anything. I, didn't, I don't think I saw anything. We can bounce. So, like, we're a teamer, I think, in this thing. You think we're full-on teamer? I think we're full-on teamer because you want to be, like, stealing creatures... Why don't we? Why don't we just be like lots spells. of colors? Because well, it's weird because fetch lands like have, have a weird diminishing return. You have right? to be base blue green, right? I think because you need trail of mystery and you need secret plans. But I think we might rather be bant than teamer because then we get to play with eight fetch lands, which is highly synergistic with our borderland ranger strategy because we have a ton of basics. Sure. So I feel like there's a diminishing return on basic lands in this deck. Well, we're going to get them all out of our deck. Yeah, no kidding. And then our deck isn't interesting anymore because we got them all out. Of course it's interesting. All we're going to draw are cards. But, like, morphs aren't powerful. <laughs> so, like, so, like, you're like, I mean, do we play, like, real cards? Do we play, like, an elf so that we can play a second turn morph? I don't know. Like, because the thing I'm concerned about is we've got our morph Borderland Ranger strategy which is just basically what our opponent's 2-4 guy does for free every turn. And we're still playing morphs, and he's playing dragons. Well, I mean, what if, what if we're playing, like, a bunch of sweepers, too? Morphs and sweepers? Yeah. So what can we get with our morphs? I'll have to look at the set and see what we Yeah, we're going to have to look at this. I don't know. We're going to be... Look, I'm not we're promising definitely this. playing the bouncing guy. I'm not guy. promising you this is going to be a good deck. The bouncing guy for sure. But if they gave us like... I'll tell you what, if we build this deck, I will play it on Tuesday in the trial. I need you to be doing well so you can scoop to me in the finals. You can tell me I, I, could, I, could, I could take them. You can take them with I the morph them. deck? I can take them with the morph deck. All right, I know so, how to play with the morph deck. So I'm going to be... I hope to be playing black-green, but I forgot to pay for the good shipping. Yeah. from Canada, so I'm not sure if they're going to get me the good shipping or not. Because yeah. uh, I, I ordered I ordered regular yeah. shipping. Well, your lands that you ordered from face-to-face are so much worse than my lands. What do you mean? I ordered, like, black-bordered dual lands and Gaz Cradle. They have those there? Yeah, well, not anymore. I bought them all. <laughs> yeah, so Ravis told me to just, like, buy all the good stuff from face-to-face. <laughs> just buy all their good stuff. I'm like, but I just want to buy Tournament Uncommons. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be like the time Steve bought 500 Vampire Hex Mages because he thought they were rare and 50 cents. Oh, but they were not rare. <laughs> they weren't rare. We were talking about the deck. So and he's like, Matthias oh. Hunt bought like 40 Doomwake Giants. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because like he thought they would be outstanding. They yeah. are outstanding. Yeah. I know people have been just gobbling up Jeskai Ascendancies. Someone bought like, I saw some post on Facebook from guys like, I bought 500 Jeskai Ascendancies. How, what are they, rare? No, they're uncommon. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's probably the most powerful card in the set. Like, well, obviously. I mean, it's 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 literally one a legacy event. It's one a modern event, and people are playing it to good effect in standard events. So, she's like, you know, it's it's the real thing. Like, I've heard already heard people talking about like this card needs to be banned in eternal formats. 
I mean, but why? I mean, you, there's already no twins and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. And Maliras and... Well, I think the reason that people were saying was not because it was more broken than anything else, but because it was more boring. Like, it was like watching eggs. Yeah. Like, people were like, I'm going to win on turn three, and I'm just going to mechanically go through this process of drawing cards with my cantrips... And eventually attack and eventually you with, like, a 2020 Bird of Paradise. Right, <laughs> right eventually my Bird of Paradise kills you. So, I don't know. All right. So, that was all the concerts are here. Next week, we hope to be back with... Oh, I won't be here next Tuesday. No? No, we have to... If we podcast, I have to do it Monday. I'm no, going, because... I'm going to Hawaii. But, but what about... What about... I can't scoop. I'm sorry. What about the Make trial? Satan. Make Satan play. All right. You gotta make Satan play. Satan will just give Satan a Mogus's Marauder's deck and let him, he'll scoop you in the finals. Unless he gets the fever and beats you in the finals and takes the buys and goes to win another Legacy Grand Prix. I mean, I'd be happy if he won a Legacy Grand Prix. <laughs> All, right. All right. So maybe we'll be here next week. I won't. All right. Well, maybe we'll just podcast on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This has been Brian David Marshall. And Michael J. Flores, Copy Magic. Go like our Facebook page. Come on. Like our Facebook page. Like, like it. Bye.